Hello everyone and welcome to ADC Sports Dallas Primetime. I'm Mauricio Rodriguez. Thank you for joining me this Thursday night. Hope you're having a fantastic Thursday. Hope you're enjoying baseball, the Thursday night matchup between the Seahawks and the Rams, and hope you are ready for a big sports weekend. We have big college football games. We have a big, huge boxing heavyweight matchup between Tyson Fury and Deontay Wilder, and of course, your NFL Sunday ready to go, including a divisional matchup for your Dallas Cowboys. So I hope you're excited about all of that on tonight's show. Of course, we'll focus on the Cowboys. We'll leave boxing to the boxing experts, the baseball to the baseball experts, and we'll talk about a lot of stuff regarding the Dallas Cowboys, including one big thing that, in my opinion, the Dallas Cowboys need to change right now on defense. We've talked about a lot of good stuff regarding the Cowboys' defense. I will talk about one of their biggest problems as we head into the week five of the 2021 regular season. So thank you all for joining the stream. As always, make sure you hit that like button and share the show. If you're watching on Facebook, YouTube, or Twitter, please let your friends know that you're watching ADC Sports Dallas Primetime. We will have the blind recap segment, the game prediction, and of course, our betting the Cowboys weekly segment. We are 3-1 on Cowboys bets this season, and we'll talk about the one, and it's a spread pick, by the way. I talked about me struggling with the spread this week. I did not know if I had to lay the points or if I had to expect the Giants to keep it close. I struggled a little bit more than usual with the pick, but we will get into that before we close out the show. Stevie Mac, as always in the chat, reminding you to hit the like button, sharing the show. Uh, I uh, Over here we have G Cowboys saying, being disciplined, aggressive, and ready. That is his keys to the games, I believe. Jennifer in the chat, hey, Matthew Stafford, it's going to be Matthew Stafford. He went Georgia. He's not no. He's got no killer instinct. I'm not scared of the Rams at all. Cowboys will stun them. Now, I, I wouldn't... Uh, Oh, even though I don't agree with the Matthew Stafford take there, I will say that the rest, the rest of the NFC looks vulnerable as well. So this might be a conference in which the Cowboys are able to contend in. But now that more of us are here, let's get ready to start the show officially. And welcome. Hello, everyone, and welcome to ADC Sports Dallas Primetime. I'm Mauricio Rodriguez, streaming with you live every Sunday through Thursday night here on Dallas On Demand Sports Talk Network with a lot more content coming your way throughout the entire Cowboys season. Make sure you check out adcsports.com slash Dallas for more Cowboys content and more Mavericks content. Our Mavs writer, Ian, is absolutely killing it. He was in the press box this weekend, uh, this week, excuse me, getting you the preseason action live updates on your Dallas Mavericks. And of course, make sure you check out the Cowboys content as well. Cole Patterson, great article on a Giants defensive back calling Dak Prescott an elite quarterback. I had one out on two Dallas Cowboys rookies being named Dame Brugler's all-rookie team, so make sure you check that out. 
when the show is over on adcsports.com slash Dallas. Now, not a lot of news for the Dallas Cowboys. Of course, we know that the injury report has been interesting with Donovan Wilson's name on it. He is still not practicing. Amari Cooper, Ezekiel Elliott also added to the injury report, even though they have been practicing in a limited capacity. Both are expected to play. Carlos Watkins is expected to play. So not a lot of concerns on the Dallas Cowboys injury fronts. Not a lot of concerns there. Doran's Armstrong is not going to come back according uh, yet, according to the coaching staff, including Mike McCarthy, no returns from injury reserve either. So let's not expect Kelvin Joseph, Neville Gallimore, any of those guys. Fortunately, we are at Thursday and we have not heard anything about the COVID list. Let's hope that remains the case before Sunday because man, have the Cowboys have suffered on that front this season. They, they have been one of the teams with the most players going into the COVID-19 list. Keanu Neal's first game back, though, that will be exciting, especially now that Jalen Smith is gone. He will have an opportunity to play a lot. So for this segment of Cowboys catch-up, I will talk instead about Mike McCarthy's comments on, on none other than Connor McGovern. And that is because on a press conference, Mike McCarthy said that Connor McGovern has looked, quote, much better, unquote, working at center. He definitely needs more reps there, said Mike McCarthy. I'd say he definitely has improved. An interesting development for the Dallas Cowboys, because even though we know that Connor McGovern played center while he was in college in Penn State, we didn't really, we had not really heard about the Cowboys using him at center yet. So an interesting development for a Dallas Cowboys offensive line that has had its issues. Not a lot. Overall, they have done a very good job. Not a lot of pressure rate on Dak Prescott through four weeks of the season. But Tyler Vyadish has been one of those players that have not yet convinced us of his level. I think that the Cowboys should be patient with Tyler, though. I think that they should give him a chance to prove himself. But interesting, to say the least, that Connor McGovern is getting more snaps at center and that Mike McCarthy is giving out these quotes. I think that was interesting right now. Uh, Bal Ballantyne, and what is up, Call of Duty? Thank you for your comments as well. Welcome to the chat. Bal Ballantyne says, do you think the Wolf was out of line making comments on the fence? I don't think he was. They're professional players. They are allowed to give their take. So in case... You do not know what Val Ballantyne is talking about in the chat. I will get you in context quickly. He talked about maybe about fans on social media. I think that the fan base on social media can become a little bit toxic a lot of the time. So I think that he he was not out of line. Maybe fans do not like to hear it. And I'm, and I'm not going to say that fans should stop that either. It's like it's social media. This is the way that the things are now. And you're going to see jokes on just about everything on social media, even inappropriate jokes on inappropriate topics. So I think that, however, he has a right to say what he said on Cowboys fans and the entire basically NFL fan base needing to stop the toxicity maybe. Because at the end of the the day, this is a player who lost his job. I'm not saying that we should cry about it because, of course, he is a rich guy and everything, and he is doing what he loves. But, you know, as Bobby Bell tweeted out uh, the day that Jalen Smith was released, 
he said like, hey, a Cowboys player can be released without you guys taking a victory lap. So I understand what where Leighton is coming from, and I don't think he was out of line. I don't think things will change, though, and I'm not necessarily sure that they should change. But social media can be toxic in every way. So not only in sports, I believe. So I understand where Leighton is coming from. I do think that players are smart when they stay away from social media because even Dak Prescott has talked about going in Twitter during his injury or during his playing time and being frustrated by what fans said. The biggest persons or artists or players have talked about this problem. Hell, even Eminem has talked about it in his songs. Social media, says Jesse, is the definition of toxic. It gives peace of a voice. Without, the, without it, they would just be there. It's Jesse in the chat. So strong comments there from Jesse. Now, social media will always have toxicity. I agree with that. It also gives us a lot of great stuff. For instance, this show and the interaction that we can have in the chat. But there's always going to be some toxicity there. But I don't think he was out of line when saying that. What is up, Felipe? Here in Iowa, says Felipe, Iowa. Uh, shout out to Felipe, who's watching from over there. Eugene says, who do you think is going to win? I will go with my final prediction uh, at the end of the show, so stay tuned for that. But you might imagine who I'm going with for this game. Now, let's start with the main topic of the show and the reason why you are all here. But first of all, I will ask you if you think that the Giants will, will score over or under 22 and a half points on this game versus the Giants. And as you think about that answer, let me talk to you about the one big thing that in my opinion, the Cowboys need to improve on defensively. Right now, they have 10 takeaways after four weeks of action. They rank second in the league in this category, but there are still some concerns to be talked about, to be discussed. We have talked about them allowing big plays, about them getting burned on third and long situations over and over again versus the Chargers. We saw a little bit of that as well versus Sam Darnold and the Panthers. But there is one st there are some stats that that I was impressed about. And here is why I think, what, what I think the Cowboys need to improve. But I will show you some promising stats before that though. The Cowboys defense ranks number one versus wide receiver ones. That is not that surprising considering what Trevon Diggs has been able to do in 2021. What is surprising is that they are the number five defense in DBOA. This is in terms of efficiency measured by football outsiders. They are number five versus wide receivers, number two. But they are still number 21 versus deep passes. The Cowboys are giving up a lot of deep passes on defense. But I was blown away by them being a top five team versus number two wide receivers. That really just blew my mind. I did not expect that. And when you take a look at the numbers, When you take a look at other wide receivers, the number three guys, the number four guys, and the tight ends, they are a bottom three defense in the NFL through four weeks of action. So the Cowboys are not struggling versus the main guys of opposing offenses. They are struggling in other areas. So this might mean that Jordan Lewis 
has been having some issues that the Cowboys have not been able to get their matchups right versus the tight ends. That is where the Cowboys need to improve right now. And of course, in the deep pass category. They have been getting burnt on those kind of plays sometimes. And, you know, other, other than that, the fact that the Cowboys are number one and number five versus the wide receiver one and two, respectively, that is very promising for these Cowboys defense. Especially when you take into account the fact that these are efficiency stats. And I say that because, at least with me, my main concern is right now the takeaways aspect of it all. My main concern with this Cowboys defense is will they be able to keep up the takeaways throughout an entire season? Because we have seen that that is very weird in the NFL. So seeing these kind of stats is really promising. Seeing that they are not only getting these big splash plays, but they are also being efficient week in and week out. You don't become the number one defense in DBOA versus wide receiver once uh, just because of the takeaways. Under, says John Reed, regarding the question on the Giants scoring over or under 22.5 points. Dallas Young also taking the under. And I've struggled with this one. We'll talk about it more. I think that I think that the sports books got this number Pretty right, the 22 and a half from the Giants. I, I like that number from the sports books. I think that they did a good job, and I'm struggling picking a side on this. The Dallas Cowboys, Eugene Dodson, uh, say, uh, what, what is up? Oh, of course, I think that, that he, meant about, he, mean, he meant, excuse me, the comment on who do I think is going to win the game. You are doing, oh, I appreciate you, Eugene. I appreciate your comment. You're doing a damn good job. Thank you, and I hope you enjoy the, the shows as the season goes on. We will be here every Sunday through Thursday night at 8 p.m. Central on ADC Sports Dallas Primetime. So, what is up, Chuck Montana as well? Charles Moore going with the absolute blowout score in the chat, 42-0. <laughs> Daniel Jones is number one with passes over 15 yards. Cowboys need to tighten up on the long ball. And James hitting it in the nail right there because he's also number four in adjusted net yards per attempt in passes that travel over 15 yards downfield. So the Giants might be flying a little bit under the radar. Maybe not as much. Maybe they're a little bit overvalued as well, coming off from a big win, upset win versus the New Orleans Saints. But they might, they might, they have their things going for them. There's one stat that tells me a lot about this Cowboys-Giants game, though. And that is that the Cowboys are number one in offensive DVOA on first down. They're one of the best teams in the NFL on first down. And this has something to do with the fact that they have been more pass happy on first down as well. We have seen a team that with Kellen Moore has had this mindset of avoiding third down altogether. Something that a lot of teams, as ironic as it may sound, they don't do as often. Some teams are comfortable playing the old, the good old third and manageable. When we have seen time and time again that teams should be more aggressive on early downs in order to avoid third down altogether. They're one of the teams with the least third downs played in 2021, the Dallas Cowboys. They have been a very smart offense on that front, I believe, while the Giants on defense are the 31st ranked defense on first down. So that might be one of your key numbers for this game, and how did the Cowboys will fare on first down. But I think, and I think that you will agree with me, 
This game is also more about the mentality of things. This is a game in which you don't want the Cowboys to be caught up in a trap game. You don't want the Cowboys to, you know, we, all, we are all feeling confident about them. They beat this, the Panthers. They got the undefeated title away from them. They beat the Chargers, who in turn beat the Chiefs. They almost beat the, the Tampa Bay Bucks. So the confidence surrounding this Dallas Cowboys team is very high. And you don't want them to come short on, a, on what many would call a trap game. And I understand why people will, would call this a trap game. Why don't the Cowboys bring in Cam as a backup for Dak Prescott, says Bal Valentine. I don't think they will. I'm not sure why. I think that, the, I think that Cam Newton will also wait for an opportunity if some other quarterbacks get hurt. I don't think that the Cowboys will be interested. I am surprised the Washington football team has not gone for Cam Newton because I, I do think that he's better than Taylor Heineke, definitely. Saints are not as good as everyone thinks, says David Quesada. We will smash the Giants. I don't think they're as good as everyone thinks, but I also don't think that they're as bad as everyone thinks. I think it's a mix of both, and it's a mix of them also shooting themselves on the foot because they blew a lead after all. But also credit to the Giants. Let's give some credit to the Giants. They got some stuff right. Eight plays for over 20 yards versus the Saints. On those final drives in which they, Daniel Jones got 17 points, he went 11 for 15 and 175 yards. Thomas is doing a good job over at left tackle. The Giants' situation at left tackle is better than we expected it to be. So I think it's a little bit of both. I think that the Saints are not as good as everyone thinks, but they're also not as bad as many who are arguing against the Saints think they are. So I think it's a, a little bit of a middle point there. Shogun says, under for show. Uh, RB Nightmare, would you consider this game a trap game? I think it has the potential to be a trap game. But I think that this is one of those situations in which the Cowboys have the opportunity to prove to us that they are able to overcome trap games. Every once in a while, teams like the Chiefs, the Packers, and these big-time football teams that are viewed as legit contenders in the NFL, every time that they're ready to face a medium-tier team, people talk about the game as a potential trap game most, most, most of the time. But they don't get trapped most of the time. So hopefully, the Dallas Cowboys are able to prove that to us on this football game. I just don't think that the Giants can keep up with our fast-paced defense or our fast-paced offense. That is Charles Moore over on Facebook. So, yeah, it's an interesting game, and we talked about it on, what was it? I think that it was on Wednesday when I posed the question if you expected a competitive game or a blowout game. And there were some mixed answers, but mo most people are expecting a blowout, I believe. But anyways, I think it's time for us to get into the blind recap segment of the show. And then we'll close out with the betting the Cowboys segment. We are three and one this season betting the Cowboys games. And I have my spread pick for today's matchup. We will talk about it in just a few minutes. But first, the blind recap of the game. So if you are new on ADC Sports Dallas Primetime, the way I do the prediction here is 
in blind recap fashion. So instead of talking about what will happen, I recap the game as if it had already happened and as if we had already seen the game. So what is your final score prediction for Giants at Cowboys? Let me know in the chat. This is mine. The Dallas Cowboys and the Giants had a close game in the first quarter. The Giants were able to keep the Cowboys offense off the field with a couple of long drives by Saquon Barkley and controlling the time of possession. Giants keeping it close after first quarter, but the Cowboys started to pull away. Also, the Isuwa, big monster game, two and a half sacks versus the backup Giants left guard. The Giants have been struggling a lot. It was no exception versus the Cowboys. Oza got two and a half sacks, strip sack as well versus Daniel Jones, who has taken, uh, taken care of the ball better this season than in his past few years. Seek and Pollard combining for over 175 yards versus a Crowder-led nickel, uh, nickel linebacker group. So, Galladay completely shot out. Daniel Jones decided he was not going to throw the ball to Kenny Galladay's direction because of Trevon Dick's performance. Cowboys win this ball game 29-21 Giants. 29-21, uh, I have the Cowboys winning this game. So some of the score predictions here in the chat. Clayton going with 35-10 Cowboys, 31-14, So no one has the Cowboys so far scoring less than 30 points on this game. Smodeo's going has the highest scoreboard yet, 41-21. Or is it Roxanne's 48-20? Dix gets two picks, says Clayton. I know someone has that bold prediction. Uh, I read it somewhere. I, I, what I'm what I'm curious about is are quarterbacks going to throw Dix way after he's done what he has been able to do through four weeks? Without asking if David is, is family because they are they are both Quesadas. 41-21 Cowboys sounds right, says Chogan. So a lot of people have the Cowboys blowing the Giants more than I do. So finally, the betting the Cowboys segment, and this one was a tough one, but here it is, your betting the Cowboys segment. 3-1 for the season. Let's try to get to 4-1 so that we can have a, a little bit of a cushion. Here we go. I was struggling with this one. I was struggling with this segment. Because I know that we have a good record. We are 3-1 for the season. I was not sure about the spread though. Seven points felt like quite a, a few points for a Cowboys team that might be a little bit overvalued after blowing out the Panthers. Well, virtually blowing out the Panthers because the scoreboard will not tell you that. But it felt like a blowout since the Cowboys at some point led the game 36-14. A blowout versus the Eagles. The Giants coming up from a win versus the Saints. It kind of made me a little hesitate a little bit, but I will actually lay the points with the Dallas Cowboys. Minus six and a half, minus 115 on DraftKings. That those are the odds. I like them. I think that buying that half point for only five cents is very cheap. So I like that six and a half for the Dallas Cowboys. And here is my reasoning. Here is my reasoning for why I think that the Cowboys will cover. Shout out to the Giants for beating the Saints. I do give them credit for that. 
And I believe that some people are not giving them enough credit for that. But I've got the Cowboys because I think it's time for us to look at the Cowboys as legit contenders. And even though this is a trap game, I believe they will be able to overcome it. The Giants are weak in the trenches. The, Cowboys, the Giants do not have a very strong offensive line. Last Sunday, they started their fourth left guard of the season. The third one might be back versus the Cowboys, but still, they're a banged up group of offensive linemen, and they weren't good to start with. Again, the left tackle has done a better job than we all expected him to, so shout out to Thomas. But it will be a fun game, and that's that on first down. The fact that the Cowboys are number one on offensive DBOA on first downs, while the Giants are 31st on defense on first down, to me, it talks to me about the difference between the, these two teams. The Giants have some big names, but their lack of, of strength in the trenches makes me want to lay the points with the Dallas Cowboys. And I have been fading the Giants this season. I have been fading the Giants this season. Jones will get sacked four times. That is Val Valentine's. I think that's kind of, that is reaching bold prediction uh, territory, and I respect that. Dallas Young says, I trust Kellen Moore to whip up a good game plan. I'm ex expecting a few trick plays. Hey, Ezekiel Elliott last week talked about choking out an opponent and how that is the next step for the Dallas Cowboys because he talked about how they let the Eagles and the Panthers hang out for a while. Zeke wants to choke out an opponent, and that might be the mentality for the Cowboys headed into this game because they know that they can do so. They, they know that they, they, could, they should get it right and they should be able to do so. The Panthers would have been a blowout also if they didn't, move feet, they didn't remove the feet of gas. Calvin Jefferson and removing, of course, Trevon Diggs was a, an issue when letting the Panthers kind of creep back. But also, the Panthers... Only crept back on the scoreboard. And if you follow me on Twitter, at MAUNFL, M-A-U-N-F-L, I was so confident on the Cowboys winning this game that I was just tweeting out the win probabilities. Even when the Panthers scored the final touchdown, when they got the scoreboard to 28-36, their win probability was at 95%. So the Cowboys were not, and I know that these win probabilities can change dramatically one play for another, but they're still very telling. And I think that the Cowboys knew what they were doing and they were just confident on getting that win. So, you know, they, they removed the feet of the gas. They did. They removed Trevon Diggs from the game. Randy Gregory as well. Some of the players were not there. Uh, starters also. But I, 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 I'm not mad or angry about the way the Cowboys handled things. I know I might be in the minority, though, with that take. Calvin Jefferson says, Young Mo, how concerned are you? about the Cowboys getting full of themselves with the media saying we are Super Bowl contenders. Can this team quiet the noise? Listen, I think they can. And there are a few people within the organization that makes me believe that they can do so. One is Dak Prescott. I think that Prescott has shown us that he is a big-time leader for this Cowboys team. And I think that the Cowboys have seen Dak work as hard as he has so far to, to make this happen, right? So I think that this team really believes they are Super Bowl contenders. 
and I don't think they'll get full of themselves. Maybe they fall along the way in some games because it is the NFL, of course. They will lose more games, but I don't expect it to be because of an attitude mentality. Now, Dak Prescott is one. The other two people that make me confident that the Cowboys will not get full of themselves is say what you want about Mike McCarthy. But the guy has won a Super Bowl, and the guy has had a team that was a constant contender in the NFC. Again, say what you want about McCarthy and how he has been able to maybe make some bad decisions on fourth down or some decision-making within the football team. But McCarthy has been a championship coach and a contender coach for a long time. And the same goes for Dan Quinn. Not only as a head coach when the Falcons made the, the Super Bowl, but as a defensive coordinator for the Seahawks. So I think that that is, and I've said this constantly, what I like the most about this Cowboys coaching staff. I like that they have guys that have been there. And that has, been, that has had not been the case for a long time with the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, <laughs> I did not understand that one. Oh, four sacks on Jones. I bet you a case of Dr. Pepper Cero. Uh, of Dr. Pepper Cero. And then Chauvin says, uh, Mo doesn't drink, Val. <laughs> and I understand that one, but uh, I, I, um, I, I don't like Dr. Pepper, but I will bet you another case of something else. <laughs> ¿Qué pasa, mi Mauri? Says Cowboys Nation. To you and family, Cowboys will give the little Giants a true ass whooping deck attack rematch. So I have the Cowboys. Well, I'm confused though in the chat because Shogun said Mo doesn't drink. But isn't, isn't Dr. Pepper like a non-alcoholic drink? Like I don't, I don't get what Shogun meant with the, with the Mo doesn't drink. Clayton says, over under 125 yards rushing for sick. That is a high number, so I would say under, just because that is a high number. Like you, I, I don't think you will ever see that number on, on a betting spread, for example. So I would, I would take that under, especially since the Cowboys are playing Tony Pollard a lot as well. But I think that both combine for 200 yards. So one of them is going to have to near that number that Clayton put out in the chat. That was part of the blind recap segment, the, both running backs combining for over 200 yards. Let's hope this is a game that by the third quarter it is over. I would love to watch that from the Cowboys. They did what they had to do versus the Eagles, blew them out. They did what they had to do versus the Panthers, win confidently. And now they're facing one of the worst teams in the conference because I think that is what the Giants are right now, one of the worst teams in the entire conference. Only tequila, yes? Yes, tequila is something that we can drink here on ADC Sports Dallas Primetime. I would be, you know, not doing my country right otherwise. Well, anyways, that will be it for me tonight. Make sure you like the video. If you're watching on Facebook, YouTube, or Twitter, make sure you share the show. This is the last time I will see you before the game. We will be back on ADC Sports Dallas Primetime next Sunday at 8, 8 p.m. Central Time. So you will get the game day experience with Sky and Jesse Holly, pre-game, halftime, and post-game show on ADC Sports Dallas, of course, over there on Texas Live. If you have a chance to go, make sure you do so. And once our heads are a little bit cooler, we will get ADC Sports Dallas primetime going, 8 p.m. Central Time. So close to the end of the first half 
of the Sunday night football, just like we did tonight, more or less. So thank you each and every one of you for choosing to listen to ADC Sports Dallas Primetime. Make sure you check out adcsports.com slash Dallas. Some big articles on there, interesting ones on the Mavericks, on the Cowboys. Check that out on adcsports.com slash Dallas. Read about the Giants' defensive backs calling Dak Prescott an elite quarterback. Little by little, Dak is earning that title. Dak is earning that title little by little, guys, and, and you got to enjoy it. Fun fact before I leave you, Dak Prescott is a top three quarterback in defensive pass interferences drawn. So shout out to Dak. That is also something to credit him for, in my opinion. Oh, Dallas Young, calling a sick hurdle this weekend. Pollard and Sick going to have a 100-yard games each, says Roxanne. Thank you, Cowboys Nation, Valentine, Dallas Junk, everyone who joined Dallas Primetime today. Have a great weekend, and we'll talk about the Cowboys. We are expecting a win, but maybe a loss. You never know in the NFL. Let's expect a win, though, for this game. We will talk on Sunday night. Thank you, guys. Enjoy your weekend, and make sure you like and share the video. See you Sunday.